Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. What do you think will happen first? The human race will annihilate itself with nuclear war or will God intervene? A second coming. Will mankind have to learn the lessons of greed? What is that? Make you colorblind. Yeah, have to learn the lesson of greed and power. happen first? The human race will annihilate itself with a nuclear war or will God intervene? <coughs> Who will win ultimately? Man or God? God is allowing man to do the mistakes, to make the mistakes. And again, it's an indirect way of teaching lessons. If God thinks that the only way he can learn a lesson, you would allow him to continue to make mistakes. Because often we learn good lessons by making mistakes and going through sufferings. So it's not that God is ignorant of this. He is watching. might say then, will he allow us to even ruin our lives with these things? If he thinks that that's the way we have to learn the lesson, he won't hesitate to allow this to continue. He has given us intelligence has given us a good heart. And if we are not using it in the right way, then we have to pay the price for it. God will not interfere 
in that. You will simply watch. If he interferes, he is in a way preventing us from learning that lesson. It's almost like you are doing something wrong. And your dad tells you, it's wrong, don't do that. And you still continue to do. If he comes and uses his force to stop you, you are not learning the lesson. He is interfering in your learning. He will continue to tell you that it's wrong, but he will allow you to do it. And if that is the only way you are going to learn the lesson, he will certainly allow you to do that. If he prevents you from doing it, he is stopping you from learning. Because you are stopping because he forced you to stop. Not that you stopped by your own thinking. Am I clear in this point? Hmm? He has the capacity to stop you. But he didn't want to use his pressure. He wants you to realize that. That is the way any teacher would teach you a lesson. He wouldn't force his idea into you. He will simply tell you. He will allow you to learn the lesson. Even by your mistakes. And that's God's way. I happen to put my hands on a book, an almanac, Time Life Almanac. Towards the end, there was a big list of disasters. Have anybody seen that? You know the Time Life Almanac, annual book? Towards the end, there is a complete list of all the disasters the history has recorded. They say what happened, when, if possible, (coughs) and how many millions lost their lives. And I read even a few lines. I got even a little horrified. My God, what is he doing, that guy? (laughs) Is he a hard-hearted person? Doesn't he care? How can we allow this to happen? All we know is probably one or two holocausts. But if you see that list, millions and millions, the various natural phenomena, how can that kind-hearted 
all merciful God allow this to happen. If you really admit that, yes, God is merciful, God is love, but unfortunately God is love, but love is blind too. That's why he seemed to be closing his eyes. Not with any bad intention. Not that he did not care. No, he cares. If God doesn't care, who else can care us? We cannot even take care of ourselves. But God's ways are mysterious. There is a small poem about praise of Lord Ganesha, called the Hindu mythology. There is a god by name Ganesh. Many of you probably know the elephant-headed god who is supposed to be the protector and the remover of all your obstacles. So that's why whatever you begin to do, you think of Ganesh first. So he will remove your obstacles on the way. That's why it's called Vigna Vinayakan. Vigna means obstacles. Vinayakan is the lord of it, to remove it. And the praise goes to say that, Lord, you are really merciful. You shower your mercy on people in two different ways. There are two kinds of mercy you show. In Tamil language, mercy is karunai or karuna. Karunai doesn't mean always pampering. Oh, you are wonderful, great. That is arakarunaki, praising you, pampering you, giving you gift, rewarding you. There is another one, marakaruna. If the rewarding and praising doesn't act, marakaruna, punishing you. Suffering is necessary because we often learn good lessons by sufferings and not by pleasure. Tell me honestly, if you have not faced any problems and sufferings in your life, wouldn't you be coming here today? Every one of you, search your own heart. Every one of you would have some problem, something, and you are looking for some solution. That's how we live. Blessings in disguise. All our adversities are. So the all-merciful, all-knowing God, if things that that's the only way you have to learn lesson, it's your alert. 
go. You are certainly not going to ruin yourself completely, because the spirit can never be ruined. You may be destroying your beautiful vehicles that you give. God gave you a nice, beautiful car, and you don't want to take care of it. Simply you drive, sit, turn on the switch, and drive crazy, go and fall into the ditch. Say, all right, that's the way you learn. I'll give you another car, but learn this lesson first. He never stops giving you. Vehicle after vehicle, he gives you. So when you lose this vehicle, he will give you another vehicle. All right, continue to learn. We are never going to be totally... Destroying ourselves, no. Our true selves can never be destroyed. We are immortal. We may destroy our bodies, destroy our brains, but we cannot destroy ourselves. So these are all lessons. Nuclear war also is lesson. He gave you intelligence and you don't want to keep quiet. Curiosity kills the cat. You are becoming curious. What is inside the atom? How is it working? Can I try it? Plug your lamp, it, it frightens the room. What is it coming inside from the outlet? What makes it brighten the room? Let me see. You open it. Ah, a big shock. Oh, I shouldn't touch it by hand. You learn the lesson only when you get a shock. Because curiosity. There are certain things we should know, all right, but not that we should know everything. We are really trying to penetrate into every secret of the nature. Those days when we were living in the caves, probably we were even more happier. Only when we are hungry, we might have been fighting with each other. When he got a little piece of something, I would have grabbed it from him. But when the hunger is satisfied, we would have been playing together. Look at the animals. Only when they are hungry, they go after the food and if somebody reaches first, the other fellow Even the wild animals, you call them wild animals, how peaceful they are, how gently they are playing. Eh? Go to the African safari and see. But here not, we are not hungry. Our basic needs are always taken care of somehow. But we are using our intelligence into probing into various unnecessary things. Eh? 
like the little fellow who opened the jar eh, that he found eh, on the sea beach. You know the story? No? Uh, those things come, don't come on the news. <laughs> Once a fellow went to the sea to see the sea and he was walking on the beach. All of a sudden he saw a, a beautiful, nice jar. This is the story I said, I told in the anti-nuclear conference in San Francisco last month. jar was really beautiful and he looked at and he picked up a pretty jar. What is inside? It was well sealed, tight. He tried, he couldn't. His curiosity developed more and more. I have to see what is inside. It's well sealed. And it's even written there outside, please, nobody should open this. <laughs> and because it says nobody should open it, I must be the first person to see it. <laughs> so he worked so hard, cried open. As soon as the cock came out, a huge cloud of smoke came out of the jar. He got frightened. He stood back, looked up. What is happening? From this little jar, this much of cloud coming? Slowly, 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 all the clouds gathered and got transformed into a huge demon. I am hungry. <laughs> Thank you for releasing me. But I'll eat now. Hmm? I don't have anything else that would eat you. <laughs> I've been bottled up in this huh, since the past several hundreds, thousands of years. See how hungry I am? <laughs> he started running. And this boy ran and he was chasing. <coughs> So the kids are running now. The demon has been unleashed. <clears throat> we need a, a wise man, maybe a second coming, a third coming. So he, a wise man saw this little boy running, scared to death, and the huge demon Chase. So the boy fell at his feet and said, please, 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 save me, help me. And what happened? Well, curiosity is killing me now. By the time the demon start, came here, hey, that's my fear. I have two people now, I want to eat you, both of you. <laughs> All right, if you're hungry, we are certainly here to feed the hungry. <laughs> Nobody should go hungry in this world. We can certainly eat us. It doesn't matter. But please tell us 
Why are you so hungry? All of a sudden. Could you tell me your story a little? At least before you devour us. Let's be satisfied that yes, we gave our lives for a good cause. <laughs> oh, is that so? It's a big story. How they shorten it, summarize it. <laughs> you don't have much time. <laughs> you know, I was like this, but somehow I was not behaving well. So I became a menace to many people. So one fellow, almost like you, looking like you, big, big, big guy, he tricked me and he converted me into a sort of cloud of smoke and he put me into the jar and sealed it. So I was trapped in the jar thousands of years since and he threw me into the sea. And lucky the sea waves carried me to the beach and I was waiting for somebody to release me. Ah. Don't be foolish. Yeah? We are not fools to accept your story. You are a huge, about hundred feet tall, this big guy in that little jar. Who can believe your story? You are telling lies to just to eat us. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a honest fellow. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. You know in these days, seeing is believing. <laughs> oh, only when you see me going in you will believe? All right, I'll believe, make you believe and then I will eat you. Okay, come on, show me. Come on, come back. So the demon took them both back near the jar and said, it changed into smoke again. It went back in. This is what I'm going. This is where I was. As soon as it went, quickly. Don't ever go and pry open secrets. Okay? Leave it there and come on, let's go back. How appropriate the story is for our today's situation. Couldn't we be happy with a little food, a little dress, and a shelter under our, over our head, a roof over our head? What else we need? A sun and rain, a little shelter, to cover the body, your clothing. Even that is not really necessary, but we got into that habit and we have to cover ourselves. We started with the fig leaf anyway. <laughs> huh? And probably the modern dress is coming back to that. <laughs> They call it fig leaf, now they are calling it terrific leaf. <laughs> when you are hungry, eat something. 
There's plenty to eat. And when you are tired, sleep. Hunger, thirst, sleep. Something to cover yourself for heat and cold. What else we need? Tell me. These are our basic needs. We all have it. It will be always provided. There's no doubt about it. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.